Today we're talking dubbed versus subbed. Do you have a preference? I ask two friends what they think. I'm you, Joe Cats. So I already had one guest uh, introduced in another podcast episode, but we're here, the three of us. And uh, I want to talk to you about um, dubbed versus subbed. Uh, who likes what? What's the preference? Um, that type of thing. So we are going to talk about dubbed versus subbed with John Lee, which we already had on once. And then um, his name is Blue. He is a friend of mine from work. And we are just going to pick their brains a little bit since I'm kind of a novice, I guess, in this scenario. But I wanted to talk to you about dubbed versus subbed because I just recently started watching anime again. And you guys don't know me as well as some of my other friends, but I cannot read and watch at the same time. My eyes do not do that. I tried with another movie and it did not work very well and I had to shut it off so I'm curious to know uh first of all let's introduce Blue because he hasn't been on yet so Blue uh tell us a little bit about yourself uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh Just like she said, uh, we made each other at work. Uh, we, uh, I do a lot, you know, ride motorcycles. Um, I'm in the Rough Riders. I don't know if y'all know about that. <laughs> but them, the worldwide, uh, let's see. You know, I do like to watch a lot of anime, but I'm very selective about my anime because they kind of like, they repeat, the stories repeat. Mm -hmm. so, okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. And obviously, we know Mr. John Lee. So since Blue is a new guest, you know, I'm going to do this with all my guests. I'm going to rapid fire, just tell you, ask you some questions. Okay. And we're going to get through it. So okay. if you're ready, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. At what age did you get into anime? Um, I don't know specifically, but probably like eight. Probably. Eight. May, yeah, eight, seven, eight, you know. Okay, um, okay. Pretty young. Yeah, very young. Um, Most answers that I get are around that age, actually. Yeah. You're the third or fourth person that's told me. I've got into it really young. Mm -hmm. um, what drew you into anime? Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Toonami Tom, actually. Toonami, Cartoon Network. Yeah, we were definitely talking about that. Uh, because John had met Tsunami Tom and got his autograph, and he oh, said, nice. and he was saying, you know, you never meet your heroes, but uh, he was such a nice guy, and he was so accommodating, and I, I was really just happy to hear that, because, you know, you meet some celebrities, you're like, mm. <laughs> uh, do you remember the first anime that you watched? First anime. Um... I do not, but 
you know, my favorite, of course, back then, it was Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z. It, it had to be. Like, it was because that was, like, that was the thing. Oh, also in Sailor Moon. But it wasn't oh, my favorite. Okay. But I, I have an interesting story about that. But continue with your story. Continue with your question. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm asking. Um, what is the first anime series that you finished? This... This actually ties into with the Sailor Moon. Oh, okay. It's actually the first series that I finished, only because you know, as as a young as a young man, I was very curious. <laughs> okay. Because you know when they transform. Okay. Right. Right. And so, but like the uh, animation, you know, takes off their clothes, but they don't show nothing. But oh, just sure. Like a like silhouette. A silhouette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so. I was so curious, so I watched all of it just to see if they would <laughs> show more details. <laughs> but of course, they didn't. Oh, so bummer. I end up watching all of Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great answer. Oh my god! Um, do you remember your first cosplay? My first cosplay at a convention, right? Or anytime, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I always dressed up like. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's something about putting on a mask, I know, right? Putting on a mask, just dressing up, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just very um, comforting, right? Yeah. So, um, I would say one of my, one of the conventions that I did go to, it was, um, I dressed up as um, uh, Ganondorf. Okay. Ganondorf, yeah. Wow. Ganondorf, so. Wow. I would say that would probably be my official, well-known, you know, character that I dressed up as. Okay. Wow. Uh, Why did you pick that character? Because it was well-known? Well, it was easier, like, to... To for people to understand like who I am okay. because you know when you're you kind of new to like anime cosplaying because remember I I used to dress up all, all the time like in Halloween stuff like right that. but like like anime cosplay is it's a little different so you want to kind of impress people mm-hmm. you know and until you, I guess until you start continue to go to anime conventions and stuff like that and then at that time you won't, really don't care but I wanted to you know, impress people. So that's why I picked Ganondorf because, you know, we're basically similar. <laughs> <laughs> we're basically similar. Right, you right. know, you know, if whatever. If anybody knows Ganondorf. <laughs> if you know, then you know, right? You know. Uh, how many cosplays have you done? Quite a few. I've done, I've done Ganondorf, Luigi. Luigi, yeah, yes. You're super doing. tall, though. So yeah. I, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's when I started getting more comfortable with cosplay. Okay. So it didn't really matter if you looked exactly like that character. Yes. You know I'm going to have another episode mm-hmm. that breaks the stigma of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm having a guest on my podcast who I have been friends with for a very long time. And I want her to tell her story about cosplay because it's really, I, I promise you, it's it's gonna be a really really good episode. But um, what was your favorite cosplay? Was it the Ganondorf? It was the Ganondorf. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That yeah, was the one. That was the one. Do you have a least favorite? A least favorite? No, actually. I no. Because like you know, the beauty of dressing up, 
but it's just being a character that you know that you're not. I guess I don't know. I, maybe it's because I love to act. Okay. So that's probably yeah. why, like, I like dressing up or I like to um, be other characters. I mean, when I when I dress up, I actually like become that character, act the part. Yeah, don't, I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. It's just, it's just me though. You know, not everybody does that, but. I have an episode specifically for that. Yeah. Maybe I'll bring you back on for that one. Okay. Because that's interesting that you say that. I really, I want to know because for Halloween, I do that. Oh. I dress up nice. like that. I act the part. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of cosplayer type things, mm-hmm. but I don't cosplay, right? Word. So I'm, I'm interested. I just haven't done it yet. So, do you remember your first con? Anime Fest. Anime Fest. And that's down here in Texas, right? Down here in Texas, Dallas, Texas. Um, that hotel, I can't remember it. And downtown. Um, the Regency? The, I think so. It's the one just like right under the, the ball. You know. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. I forgot what that's called, too. Um, but... But yeah, Reunion Tower or something. Reunion Tower. That That's is, yeah, the yeah. one. Um, in in Dallas, Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anime Fest. Yeah. All right. Um, what was the experience like as you going? You know, your first time. Explain uh, the explain that experience to the me. Experience. Um, friends invited me. They're like, "Hey, there's." anime con i'm like what's that you know mm-hmm. and it's like what's the convention you know all these people dress up i'll say dress up <laughs> 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 right but you know when i went the first time i never dressed up i just wanted to go and see how it all was uh-huh i get there and it and i felt like home it was, it was weird oh i love that it's like it's like yo everybody's literally just being themselves and you know they're not they're not letting people, you know, um, get to them when they being judged. Right. Stuff like that. Right. And um, know everybody, like, I could just talk to a random person and they'll be okay to talk to me instead of, like, being afraid to talk to me if I yeah. was, you know, outside the convention. Okay. Because this happened before, like, people was, like, don't want to talk to you. Huh. And you're like, oh, okay. Rude. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. But the anime, all the conventions, like you can talk to anybody and they're just bubbly, cheerful, Aww, stuff like that. I love that. Yeah. I um I can't wait to experience more of that. Like I said, I've only been to one anime mm-hmm. convention. Okay. And um I'm not gonna let that muddy the waters. You know, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to more. Right, right. Um how many cons have you attended? Do you know about a rough estimate? Only two. Only two. Only two. What was the yeah. second one? It was um, Akon. Oh, yeah. I got Akon. some things to say about Akon. It's my only one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say it with a grain of salt. But they they kind of dropped. It's like at first they were like you know hype because that that's when um, that's when the anime was becoming popular. Okay. So like not many people really didn't care about like all the. Um, Maybe unprofessional things that was happening at Acon right. and stuff like that, but um, as I I noticed, like you know, people you know start complaining little by little. <laughs> right. So I was like, hey, I mean, I don't really go to cons like that, but mm-hmm. yeah. 
It happens. It happens. There's some there's some things that I heard about Akon, mm-hmm. not you know not the singer, uh, but <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> that dude's a whole mess of problems. But um, no, about the con itself and how it was under new management. And how they kind of dropped the ball a little bit last year because it was their first year back from COVID. Mm-hmm. And I would never, uh, I would never not let, I, I wouldn't let that ruin me going to future cons because I'll try anything twice, three times if I like it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I want to make sure that this is something that I really enjoy. And I love your response for I felt mm-hmm. home because. I feel that I have another podcast um, called The Rave Cave. And when I went to EDC Las Vegas, that's exactly how I felt. I started crying because I felt like I was home, you know. So I felt that when you said it. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Um, what is your favorite thing about cons? I know you like dressing up, right? right? So the two cons that you've been to, what was your favorite part? Um, I never really, like pay for the, the extra events and stuff. Okay. So I didn't I didn't really get to explore more into the cons. Mm-hmm. But I guess my favorite one, my favorite things about Akon is like um, the gathering of people. Yeah. Mingling. Okay. I hear a lot of people talk about um, meeting up with their long distance friends mm-hmm. that they don't get to see. Yeah. And um, that's very festival culture it's very con culture you know meeting up with friends that are from another state that want to travel and come down and see you and spend the weekend and it's 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 nice yeah people need a reason to get out of the house or to do, go do something i know sometimes like if i want to go outside like i need a reason to go outside <laughs> yeah. to be honest but yeah. right i'm very comfortable at home yeah. i really don't need to be out there yeah <laughs> i feel you on that uh What's your least favorite thing about a convention, anime convention? Least, I don't really go to conventions that much, so I haven't really like um, judged properly or. Okay. I have to keep going to conventions. Yeah. To to understand or to get the grasp of my decisions, right? Right. Yeah. I feel that too. I've only been to one, so. I <clears throat> I have a schedule of cons that I'm going to down here because there's so many things to do mm-hmm. in the DFW area. It yeah. is ridiculous yeah. how many things there are to do here. There's a con like every weekend in the summer almost. It's kind of insane. That's, that is insane. It's so crazy. The small ones, larger ones. I went to RetroCon actually, which really wasn't an anime convention. It was like retro toys, games, you know, different things from your childhood right. if you will so that was fun but as far as cons go um you know obviously crowding is a big issue right yeah. you know the whole covid thing and it was very um taboo to have that big of an event mm-hmm. and the only con that i've experienced was sardine like i couldn't move through artist alley so mm. it was very yes so um Back to you. What would absolutely ruin a con for you? Like, nope, I'm going home. I don't want to be here anymore. I, I guess, I don't know, like, people not being open. <laughs> okay. You know, getting out of 
facts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what it's, if... It's, it's not really... Because, like, like I said before, I haven't really, like, been to too many cons, so it's like, I don't have too much to say about it. Okay. Right? Good, just, good answer. Good answer. I just show up. <laughs> Finger guns, bye. Oh, boy. Do you have a most memorable con experience? I do. Oh, here we go. Oh, now you got a story. Let's hear it. Like I said, um, I am, I'm all about the the way of the blade, Bushido. Okay. Of course, that's Japanese, you know, Japanese anime. Okay. Connects to each other. I hope so. They had, um, (laughs) Anime Fest actually had, um, a group called Sleeping Sunrise. I don't know if they're still there. Okay. Or if they still, you know, doing their thing. They probably split off, but um, they would do like a, a LARPing type um, arena. Oh, cool. Yeah. And like I would just watch them, like people just, you know, fight each other. Beating each other's asses yeah, with, with the phone. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like it was so, so much fun. Oh. So much fun. My friend um, Dreads. Dreads. Yeah. Um, nice. Sometimes called Power Rocker, but he's Oh, he's I know him. Yep, I love him. Yeah. He's another work friend. Oh. And so like he he knows my skills and you know the art of the blade. Oh so he's boy. Like, he's like, Blue, I'm ready to go against you. <laughs> I'm ready to challenge you. I was like He's short too, so yeah. this is comical already. Yeah, I was like, I, okay, I guess. I guess you could go. <laughs> So like we we both you know get in the middle of the, uh, the ring and then you know I was pl- playing with him <laughs> I was playing with him toying you know, with him toying yeah <laughs> and so um, then like after the <laughs> the second round I was like hey Dreads like I'm gonna have to end this quick now <laughs> he's like what <laughs> he's like what you mean and then as soon as they said go it was like strike dead right? <laughs> and he, it blew his mind he's like oh my god you've been holding back this whole time I was like yeah yeah feels like an anime don't it <laughs> he's like start laughing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's been holding back his true strength <laughs> I just before you got here I was watching Naruto Shippuden mm-hmm. and uh you know just listening to that over and over again oh he wasn't showing us his full strength and it's like <laughs> No, absolutely not. <laughs> now you're about to get the horns, right? <laughs> Is there a least favorite experience that you've had at a con? I had to babysit one of my friends. Oh, boy. Because she got belligerent drunk. Like, she oh, was fine. drunk, 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 drunk. <laughs> so we had to, like, call Uber for her. Oh, no. Everybody's mad. I think, I, I you know, I'm a caretaker, so, like, right. I understand, like, if you you had a party or somewhere you're gonna get you either gonna get wasted or something's gonna happen it's always drama right <laughs> right but like i think because like my friends were getting irritated i think that's why i was kind of getting a little irritated because yeah my other friends were getting irritated so yeah one bad apple can ruin it for the whole bunch right mm-hmm. i i definitely understand that and <clears throat> now we're going to get into the dubbed versus sub debate so i am going to ask just a few questions for both of you guys to just pick your brain a little bit about what you prefer or what you like or maybe don't like. So do you have a preference, blue, subbed or dubbed? Yes or no? 
Do I have to say yes or no? Or I mean, I'm just curious, and then I want to I want to know why. Um, if I had to choose, if I had to choose, it would be sub because like it helps me learn my Japanese because you know um, I know about forty percent Japanese, so okay. I gotta I gotta learn it. But I don't, you know, I don't really, you know, uh, I don't differentiate. So, so I like dubs, I like subs, as long as I, you know, watch the anime and, you know, um, learn the story to it. Okay. And what about you, John? I feel like we're going to be uh, Cap versus uh, Iron Man. <laughs> I prefer dubs, but I do like your reason for why you prefer subs. That's really interesting. But uh, truthfully, it comes down to how I start them. Okay. If I start in English dub, I gotta see it through. Okay. But there are ones I do like in sub. For instance, I can't watch Attack on Titan. Oh. In sub, uh, in English, English dub. Okay. Why? I started it in sub, and I was just like, "This sounds oh, okay." The reason why is because the the Titans, the mm. monsters in it, they sounds their raw aggression noises, the sounds are so much more. Scary sound. Intense. In, in, intense, thank you. <clears throat> more intense yeah. than sub compared to dub. Okay. Mm. Okay. I, I can definitely see that. There's a lot of um <clears throat> there's a lot of animes that I have started that I realize like the depth of the voice really brings the character out more. Mm. Like the Titans scare me to death. The mouth with all the teeth, ugh, I just, I cannot. It's too much. And I've watched the whole first season. The whole first season. He's like, he's saying it's so good. But um, I literally cannot get past them, like, mm. as a being. It's just eating other people. And just, ugh, I just can't. I really, I want mm. to like it because the story is so intense. But I just, ugh. <clears throat> I, I like your answer, Blue. Because when I was in backtracking, when I was in French class, mm -hmm. you learn a lot more. Their mannerisms, their way of speaking, their shorthand stuff when you're having a conversation mm -hmm. or when you're you're watching a, a you know a video, a movie, anything. So that's a really good learning um, device, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> now I have a question. Are there things that are better understood subbed than dubbed? Because, you know, in, a, in American language, there's some things that we understand that other cultures don't. But is there, I know that their translations, the subtitles, are different, you know? So horrible. are. Horrible. Oh, horrible? Well, I wouldn't say bad, bad. But it's like, it can be a simple sentence, right? Mm -hmm. But the translator just, like, says something totally different. And so that, that could, like, throw off, um, you know, the meaning to the story. Like, say, if, mm -hmm. I'm trying to give out an example. So, like, uh, if, you know, if the Japanese people say, like, you know, this is red... But then the, the subtitle says crimson, but the Japanese literally said this is red. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So they can throw it's off the story. And so then there, there, there's like, you know, 
controversy because I guess like with okay. everybody fighting and stuff. And so what's like, the color? This, this is what this means. No, this is what this means. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I could understand that for sure. And uh, what do you think? What do you think, John? It definitely can change the meaning. Uh, if the translations do, it could change the moment, the scene completely. Mm. Even if it's just one simple word, right? The scene or there, it could change the complete context completely. Yeah, so I. It can spoil it, or it can kill the mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. And see, with me, I um, I like dubbed because my eyes don't work like that. However, I have seen some subbed anime. I've seen some subbed movies. I've I've experienced that because there are certain things like they'll use a bigger word that makes it more impactful, mm. right? It's not just like, hey, over there. It's like, you know, something really powerful and really just from the depths, right, where it just means more, it's more impactful with the translation than it is us just saying it in English. Um, I would say, I would say this, dub takes more, you know, creativity whenever you're doing dub, whenever they're making dub, it's mm-hmm. because, like, they have to match the lips to the characters. Right. So they have to, like, simplify it. And also, you know, tell the story at the same time. Right. That's what I think, too. That's what what I thought. Um, So I did settle for sub. I I told you guys this before we recorded. With the Trigun revamp, if you will, I watched the first episode. There's only one episode that came out, and I watched it 23 minutes. My eyes suffered through it. But (laughs) to me, when I am watching something and I'm hearing a voice, but I'm seeing something different, I know it's dubbed. You know, I get it. You know, a lot of us have seen uh, Kung Pao. I mean, they're making fun of dubbed. Your mouth is still moving, but the sentence is over. Uh, But I wanted to see that, and if that was my only option, then forget it. I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. So I settled, and I watched it, and... My dog is cleaning his privates. Um, <laughs> but, excuse me, sir. Uh, <laughs> I know. What, what a mood killer, huh? Yeah. Um, but I wanted to say that I really appreciated. I really appreciated the sub because it was kind of confusing at first because the radio is playing and it's saying what's on the radio, but someone's talking in the car. So you're listening to that, and I'm like, what sentence am I reading? Who is saying it? Mm. I couldn't really, like, I had to watch it a couple times. I'm like, oh, okay, that was the radio. Or they're talking in the background, mm. but they want to try to give you the full story, you know? You're not, you're not hearing it in English, so they're trying their best to dash and then subtitle it. Um, I am curious, last question about dubbed versus subbed, is... If at any point dub is not available anymore, would that impact you watching anime at all? No. No. I would still continue. Yeah. I mean, I was gotta get those Sharingan eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta get Duh. Obviously. <laughs> it would not stop. It would not stop you. I know. I do need to get. I need to get some Renegon situation going because. Talking about. Murdering y'all 
close family. Y'all close friends. <laughs> I mean, you know. Sherry Gun. I don't know, right? Oh, yeah. Those are pretty powerful, eh? Um, so with the dubbed versus subbed, obviously we're going to get a conversation going online because people are pretty passionate about it, right? And I, once again, would like to thank John for coming over and being a part of this. And, you know, we, we're going to plug your socials again, obviously, your Instagram account. But for anyone who wants to know um, Blue's information, do you want to shamelessly plug any of your social media? I mean, maybe my YouTube's. I have um, I have Blue Frost. It's a it's a, a Monster Hunter YouTube. Oh, okay. And channel. Yeah, I, I love Monster Hunter. And then um, then I have another one. I haven't been on it in a while, but it's called uh, Blue Rhyme. Okay. You know, like the you know, ice crystals, but like. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Blue Rhyme. Um, that one's more of like, you know, gaming, entertainment, people bringing their skills and, um, and I'll put it on the platform for them. So it's, it's like totally free for them. And so if they need to use it for, um, you know, um, like interviews or whatever, they can be like, Hey, I did this and put it on YouTube and whatever and then show them YouTube. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. We'll be sure to tag you. On social media, obviously, John. And I appreciate both of you guys coming on to the podcast. Obviously, uh, I would love to have both of you back on again. We could chat it up a little bit. Maybe you could teach me a little bit more. And we will see you on the next one.